I don't know what happened there. Give it up for the crew. Give it up for that. I know. My, my, my uh, countdown didn't count down. I don't know what's going on with that, but uh, hey, people. Uh, hello. Um, happy Sunday. My name is Tim Black. Welcome to the Tim Black Black Table. We are in the house. Give it up, 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 give it up. Yes. Let's make sure everything's cool, man. It uh, sounds like we're running. Are we? I think we are live. So, what's up, people? This is the uh, this is the podcast, the uh, video podcast. Latest iteration of the Tim Black Show. I'm, of course, your host for tonight. Unless you leave, then I will no longer be hosting you. But if you are sticking around for some dynamic news, we got that for you. We got a lot to get to, but first of all, let me introduce my other half, the other half of the puzzle, ladies and gentlemen, the notorious Mrs. Black. Give it up for Mrs. Black, y'all. Hello, hey. everyone. Hello. <laughs> How you doing, Mrs. Black? How you I, feeling? I am doing well. I'm happy to be here. Thank you, uh, everyone, for joining us this evening. Um, we are here on episode 16 of Tim Black's The Black Table. Um, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, if you just got here, please be sure to hit that thumbs up. Um, we'd love to have that algorithm just break all of YouTube and we can get more people in here and sharing this wonderful uh, information and stories that we have for you this evening. Uh, please subscribe uh, to the channel as well so you can get more of this content um, and engage uh, with our Wolfpack members. Um, I'd also like to give a shout out to anyone whose birthday is today or this week or was this weekend. Yeah. Um, today, uh, we you, if you, if your birthday is today, you're sharing it with um, actor comedian comedian uh, Will Ferrell, who turns 56 today. So, <laughs> any birthdays out there? Happy birthday! We wish you a great one. Um, another what is that rotation around the sun? I hope it was blessed. I hope it was fun and enjoyable. There it is, there it is. Mrs. Black with the intro doing it. That was all right. That was the longest. That may have been the longest intro she's ever done. That means she's getting more comfortable, guys. And that's great because we want her comfortable. She's amongst family. So, as she pointed out, man, put the birthday. I wanna I wanna foster the feeling in the community. I want us all to feel like, yo, this is these are my people. So we want to get back to that feeling. That's a great feeling to have. So let's let's let that happen. Shout out to my moderators. I need to give my moderators more love, man. What's up, moderators? How y'all doing? Uli Buck, Black Magic. Hey, what up, y'all? What up? What up? Um, also, want to give a shout out to my Patreon members. You guys, you guys, Patreon and uh, YouTube supporters, guys. I'm gonna tell you, you guys are are definitely what keeps this show going. So thank you so much for. Supporting what you love, supporting this show. I appreciate y'all. We appreciate y'all. And wow, man. Um, look, look, look. I want to get to the show, man. We got a lot happening. Remember, if you like what you see, remember, if you like the show, you're definitely going to like Extra Innings. Extra Innings is what we do after the show. Once we stop streaming the main show, we then go into some other topics. Uh... And our extra inning topic's pretty cool. We got a pretty good, pretty cool extra inning topic tonight. So to do that, join Patreon. Yeah, join us on Patreon or join on Facebook. And starting at only five dollars gets you access to all that extra stuff. And you get primo. You get a, you get first access to the uh, the private stuff. So that's what's up, man. That's what's up. Extra innings. Join us on Patreon. Join us on Patreon. What else we got? Uh, so let's get to the show, I guess. My my people, my people, my people. Mrs. Black, what's on the itinerary for today? Okay, our top story is the title of tonight's podcast: A woman who vanished after calling nine one one about a toddler on an Alabama interstate is found. A former Amazon employee sentenced to sixteen years after stealing nearly ten million dollars. Um, DeSantis' presidential campaign is cutting staff as new financial pressure emerges. And Biden, the Biden administration announces new limited student loan forgiveness program for 804,000 borrowers. Mm-mm-mm. So some good stuff tonight what, to talk what, about. What, 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 what,
Carly. Carly Nicole Russell. Carlithia, but she goes by Carly. Nicole Russell. And we got some good news, man. Black woman who vanished after calling 911 about a toddler on an Alabama interstate has been found. This story really hits home. This is uh, something that uh, we've been talking about here in the, in the, in the black household. And um, we're very happy to announce that she was located. But just so we give context to people so they know what happened here. Uh, there's a woman, uh, Carly, she was in Alabama, she's in Alabama, and she called 911 to report a toddler was in the middle of the road. And then, no toddler and no lady who reported the call. Like, she was gone. And people thought the worst. Was she abducted along with the toddler? What's going on? And there was there was a lot of a uh, lot of happened with that. Mrs. Black, you said that uh, there was a widespread a widespread you know like lookout for her, right? Yeah, normally in these types of cases, as we all know, um, when certain people you know of a certain color disappear <laughs> or you know are missing. The posters she go mean, up. She, oh, she mean black, y'all. She mean, <laughs> she mean you. People look like me. Well, <laughs> yeah. They don't get as much attention um, to um, their particular situation as opposed to other cultures and other groups. So um, I was very impressed. I read that um, there were 50 to 60 policemen who were actually on this case whoa, looking whoa, for whoa, this whoa, young whoa, woman. Whoa. Mrs. Black, I got it. Look, look, I love Mrs. Black, man, but she's being too politically correct. White people do well. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a commercial where they were looking for somebody Asian or Native American or Latino, especially dark-skinned Latino. Now, if you're Latino and you look like you look white, then I guess, you know, they don't know to discriminate against you because they're like, okay. Plus, you change your names and stuff. Y'all real slick with it. So, for the people out there who are in the slow bus, white people, they look for y'all. In fact, Patrice O'Neill, a great comedian, he covered this in a great stand-up <laughs> routine called The Elephant in the Room. Mentioning the things people don't want you to mention, but it's an elephant, so you got to say, so, hey, it's an elephant. So, that one of the things when this bit was a story about how white women, they go missing and they put out the stops. And also, they don't tend to look for white guys as well. So it's something about white women. And there's a black man who loves a black woman. I just want black women to be treated like white women. That's all I want. So uh, I don't want to belabor it. I didn't mean to cut you off, Mrs. Black. So back to her being too nice. Don't be so nice. <laughs> well, I'm just I'm just happy that the um, the story, this particular incident, got as much attention as it did. I'm glad the young lady was um, located and she's safe with her family now. Um, and it's not so much um, getting folks being treated differently. If everyone is treated the same and have the same, you know, local authorities have the same um, interest and the same vigor in locating a human being, um, no matter the color or the age or the gender or whatever their situation is, if a person is missing and, and could be possibly in, ha be in harm's way, right. that as much attention is put towards it as possible to bring this person home safely. So I'm happy that the story uh, ended this way. I'm so glad that the young lady, um, Carly, is with her family this evening, and hopefully we'll have, you know, a little bit more details um, about what actually happened. I had my own thoughts about it, but, you know, maybe that'll be shared after we get a few more details in, in terms of what happened with her. So Very good. Very dope, dope. Don't give it up for Mrs. Black doing the thing. She's doing some heavy lifting up in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Grandbaby child. <laughs> well, you're not okay right now, so if you wanna if you wanna tell her, you can. And, you know, um, grandbaby wanna come be a part of the show. No, I'm down here and play basketball. She wanna play basketball. Nah, man. Nah, man. You can't play no basketball. <laughs> grandbaby. Hey, we call me grandbaby. La la. Go back upstairs, girl. We doing our show. We got to do it with quiet. I love you though. Papa, I love you, but go upstairs for you know, for you know, till we finish. Where was I? How great I was. Thank you very much. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> I'll take it. There it is. So, um, Carly Russell, by the way, she was 25 years old. Um, 1045. She was found around 1045 Saturday. 
Someone called 911 to report her return home. She was gone for two days. And uh, headlines about her whereabouts were everywhere. They were looking for her. Um, as Mrs. Black stated, Russell was checked by city fire, fire medics who took her to a hospital for a more comprehensive evaluation. Captain Keith Zekaleba of the Hoover Police Department said in the same Saturday that, uh, wow, she's here. Russell also provided a statement to police. Now, here's the thing, guys. The details about what was in that statement are part of an ongoing investigation, which is expected to continue over the next few days, the department said in a Sunday press release. So they haven't divulged what the hell happened. Why was she gone? What you know? What was going on? And uh, what, what took place? So, um... More details. Authorities found a vehicle belonging to Russell and some of her possessions shortly after 9.30 p.m. on Thursday, which added to the intrigue, right? Because they found her they found her car, but no her. So police said they could they could locate neither she or a child after the call to 911. She also called a family member to report that she saw the toddler on the interstate. So she was calling everybody reporting this. A single witness has reportedly has reported possibly seeing a gray vehicle with a light-complected man standing outside a colleague's vehicle. But we have no further information on that individual or the vehicle at this time. Police asked for tips in the case. And as Mrs. Blackfield in the rest, it was a $20,000 reward offered by a, a very uh, thoughtful donor gracious donor. Give it up for that donor who wants to remain anonymous. We don't know who it was. And uh, they also offered the standard $5,000 reward offered by Crime Stoppers. So give it up for Crime Stoppers. They ain't got to do that. They did that. Okay. Uh, and that's, that's it. Um, Jefferson State Community uh, She's a, Russell was a student at Jefferson State Community College. Her cell phone was found by police at the scene, and they were using it to analyze it as well. And for those who don't know, Hoover's a city around 92,000 with 92,000 uh, citizens in the Birmingham area, south of the city. Said it's a very prominent area. Oh, it is prominent area. I had no idea. Prominent is nice. It's nice. It's very nice. It's nice. Nice. It's affluent, y'all. It's affluent even. So back to the back to the thing. Um, Mrs. Black, what you think happened? Like we can we can speculate. She home now. Oh, well, you know what? It's it's interesting because my thought and it's it's weird because I saw something today and I don't you, you don't know how true these things are. But a young lady uh went into a um dollar a, a, a particular store, came out and there was a hundred dollar bill. Mm. on her windshield and she was like uh-uh i'm not touching that i'm not i'm not you know getting drugged and um, getting in my car and someone's following me so I, it seems like the baby to me and i know this is like really crazy why would anybody just put a baby out on the highway mm. i know if i saw a baby out on the highway i i I'd be looking around to see where their parents were, what was going on, but I would have done the exact same thing. And for some reason, I'm looking at this baby as being some type of hook mm. to draw a particular person in who would, you know, kindly or just thoughtfully or just in a humane way right. um, call 9 to see what was going on. Mm. So I don't know if that even makes sense, but for some reason, it have a baby on the highway, number one, is so far out there. Um, the, the why that even happened is is crazy. The fact that someone saw the baby, did the right thing, and then for this person to disappear, it's just it just doesn't make any sense. And it looked like it was some type of lure. Um, honestly, when I heard that the young lady had disappeared, I didn't think that we were going to hear anything ever right. back from this woman. Um, it's just... You really have to be careful out there. People are doing all kinds of things to do whatever it takes to do whatever their business may be. And if they're trying to snag people for whatever reason, and I and I and I'm speculating, but I won't throw any anything out there. Just be careful. Mm, um, mm, mm. 
she did the right thing. I'm so glad she's home. And if she has any information to share, um, I'm just hoping that she she's able to do that um, and that we may get another story or another investigation on something really, you know, yeah, any, you know, something that's really bad that may be going on, right. you know, in that area. If we can get some more information to, you know, a sting or something to find out what's going on, that would be ideal. So I'm hoping that she's able to do that over the next couple of days. So we have a little bit more information. Uh, but just be careful out there. Um, I know if I saw a $100 bill on my windshield, I'd be like, I'd pick it up. What is this? But for someone to say, wait a minute, when you see something so unusual, just be careful and listen to your gut. Yeah. You know, listen to your gut and, um, you know, just, you know, be a little bit hesitant in, in your next move. So mm-hmm. just be careful out there. Um, again, waiting for more um uh, information to come from this story and yep. um hopefully you know it'll yeah. be something that'll help the general public and be and we be cautious and aware of these things that are happening so yeah yeah i'm gonna take this out the, out the shadow i just noticed this you don't need this do you i uh, know i don't <laughs> these are your old notes right? okay they are your old notes yes I know. No, these are ones from, are the, from these the, are ones you're using now oh i thought that was from last week no, i'm sorry if you need these, here you go. Okay, thank you. Here you are. Uh, I'm gonna say this because I'm so glad. This is what's nice when it's not just you doing the show. I'm playing. I'm playing devil's advocate. I surely hope that she wasn't on no dope. I said I surely hope <laughs> that she's not on the dope. Dog, dog. People who get high. Do all types of things. They say all types of things are happening. They be hallucinating and being paranoid and just losing. I don't know if she saw anything that day. <laughs> I think maybe she got some, uh, you know, I mean, weed legal in uh, Birmingham. I don't know. Um, it would be really embarrassing if that's what this is. Just somebody high out their mind, out their tree, and they just they just call just calling people randomly, you know. So so people with cracky tails. And then they, they just making up stuff. So I hope that's not the case. Um, look, I would rather that be the case than there actually be a child that's missing. Because remember, a child, according to her, a child was wandering around. We don't know what happened to the child. Here goes another scenario. Because see, I'm the person I'm thinking about all the all the bad things. Here goes a bad thing. What if she made this up just to get some publicity? What if she did all this just to get a little bit of name recognition? What if she did it? What if it's a gag? Now I know that's that. I don't. I don't know about the gag thing because she left her car. I don't know many black women that leave their car. Um, and she's a student, so she probably needs her car. So like, uh, that's. I'm just. I'm just saying. I gotta throw that out there. I would do that with anybody else. I would say, hey, let's make sure this is not a game. Okay. The fact she did not. You know, she did not. Uh, Facebook it. Everything's Facebooked. She had a phone and it was in her car and she didn't she didn't try to film it. So I so I'm I'm just saying. I'm feeling a little bit like I don't know. Cause if I saw a child wandering wandering and I'm calling the police and after I called the police and I called home, you ain't take no pictures? You ain't do no video, live view, nothing? To just identify the child? So I'm just saying, y'all, I'm I don't know, Mrs. Black, which you, I know you probably got some responses to all that. I just said a lot. <laughs> it's funny. I didn't even think of that. I am just so on the, you know, the positive. I be, You know, I'm going to believe what you say first. You know, um, I'm going to take you at your word. And if I get to the bottom of this and it comes to that, oh, gosh. You know, you, you watch the uh, the Bugs Bunny com- <laughs> the Bugs Bunny cartoons and Bugs are like turning to a donkey, and you hear that hee haw hee haw. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, right, right where we are, I want to believe. <laughs> I want to believe. Um, I want to believe her story, but it is crazy to to even uh-huh. think that a baby out of nowhere is on. A highway. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's kind of so, crazy. Well, let's let's just, you know, give it the benefit of the doubt and 
See what, <laughs> see what comes to this story. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, yeah. It is uh, <laughs> you you. <laughs> I'm saying, man. See, Mrs. Black, my sister, my sister. Please don't make me look bad. Yeah, cause I'm a now. I'm a clown, you. Like, Where's the baby? <laughs> Give me that baby. <laughs> yeah, I get the chance to hit the buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> but like look right now it's some sisters out there mad at me Tim Black there you go talking down about us you can't give us no grace we can't have the benefit of your doubt y'all doubting too especially when I you know some of you weren't maybe, maybe you didn't think about it the way I did but I'm just saying so where the baby at baby fly and if so why aren't y'all still looking for the baby see what I'm saying so I don't know man and this interstate what, nobody driving by? <laughs> Come on, man. What, what, what? Nobody drove by. It's just just her, huh? That's it, on the interstate. We got an interstate out here. It's called 495 as well. I think okay. they said 495. 459, 450, yeah. 459, 459. Well, anyway, we got some major arteries, some major. We out here near the nation's capital. So we got a lot of traffic out here. And I don't know how you could possibly be on an interstate, in Maryland anyway, without other cars driving by your ass. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying. I got to so- say it. Someone in comments, Queen will know who I am. She says, was there an Amber Alert, you know, that went out on the toddler? Um, Were the parents of the toddler, did they call the police um, that night? Are there any, (laughs) you know, any, you know, calls to authority that my child is missing and anything to corroborate with this lady's story? Good questions. Excellent questions. Excellent questions. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. Um, I just sent it to tweet out, man. What's hey, what what's um I'm trying to see if anybody else got any comments, but you'll let me know. Um yes. yeah, once again, guys, look, I hate to wait rain on your parade. I hate to be the bearer of bad times, but I got to bring it up. Because you know other people are going to bring it up. And I'm not a hater, man. Once again, I would rather... It's it's weird, but I would rather her had... I'd rather this not be real. Then it be real, because that means the child is missing. Because she didn't come back with the child. So, um, yeah, it's weird, right? But okay. That's where, <laughs> that's where I'm at with it. That's where I'm at with it. I'm, you know... It is what it is. So, you know, and they, the first time they look for a black woman too. First time they they pulled out all the stops. You said fifty to sixty police uh, people or whatever law enforcement mm-hmm. were actually looking for. Her. That's that's nice. And especially in Birmingham, Alabama, in the South. Yes. Shoot, you lucky. You're lucky they just shoot. Uh huh. I'm surprised they didn't just go pull some snuff. Black woman missing. Okay. Get some chewing tobacco, go out back and watch the game. I mean, that's what they normally would do, I'm thinking. I'm impressed. I'm impressed, man. Very impressed. So let's give it up for Birmingham. Let's give it up for the police department and all the law enforcement who did that. My bad. You know, I got to show them some love, man. That's that's, that's the least I could do there, right? That's the least we could do. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, and if they're being nice and trying not to smear her without a... Man, I hope they don't charge her, man. It's the, they probably building a case against her ass right now. Got some hater on there like me, like Tim Black, a hater. But uh, I don't know. She long she didn't put a Jesse, a juicy Smolet. Yeah, a juicy right. Smolet. I hope not. Um, let's see, Christine Estrada. Hi, Christine. I remember you, girl. Yeah. I watched a video of her pulling. Of being pulled over, um, it was enhanced, and there was no child seen. Of her being pulled over. Yeah, uh, she said, I watched a video of her pulling over. It was enhanced, and there was no child seen. Oh. So I guess once the cops got there, maybe a camera, mm-hmm. maybe a body camera. That's crazy. Uh-oh. All right, Estrada. Um, uh, uh-oh. <laughs> 
Right. Oh my goodness. You know, we gotta we gotta be critical, man. We cannot just say, okay, I'm riding. I'm riding or dying. And uh, you know, I'm not saying throw her under the bus, but uh, at least, you know, make sure your bus got gas in it, just in case. I don't know. I'm just saying. I hate to be the bad guy, but I'm just saying. That just sounds a little wacky. But okay. Okay. I mean, I've I've heard stories. There's other there's been other things. Wacky with the sticky icky. Sticky <laughs> with the sticky icky. Who said something about sticky icky? Who talking about sticky icky? Nobody's talking Nobody. about sticky. You talking about sticky icky? <laughs> there was um there was a father who pretended his son was missing or something in a bone balloon or something. Yeah, I don't know. they that, were trying that. their best to get to get some type of um. Reality show, That's and the was. child gave him away. But I was up in my room, or something. He kept saying while the reporter was there, embarrassed the parents, and yeah, yeah. So, so things happen. People yeah. do stuff. Uh, it's it's it is what it is. It is what it is. But let's let's find out. Let's let's see what happens. Um, yeah. I come on, Carly. This, come on, Nicole Russell. Miss Miss Nicole Russell. I hope that uh, hope everything's okay. And, and look. And if I'm wrong, sister, I will definitely apologize. They could have you in questioning and and you you being the linchpin to cracking a major trafficking organization or something. Who knows? True. So I don't want to look. If I'm wrong, I will definitely come back and say, "Hey, I was wrong." Um, but I got to put it out there. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Our next story. Yes. Former Amazon employee sentenced to 16 years after stealing nearly 10 million dollars. Man, I'm trying to tell you, man, if you're going to go out, this is one way to go out. At least leave the country, though. Leave. They kept doing stupid stuff. A former Amazon manager. See, it wasn't an irregular employee. It was one of you managing managers. Has been sentenced to 16 years in prison after selling $9.4 million from the company while working there. Kareka Wortham. The sisters making sisters look bad today, boy. Because I, I got a feeling this is a black woman. I'm going to go out on a limb. Karika. Um, along with six other employees. So why y'all use her? Why y'all put her out there? Was she the manager? Yeah. Had been char- Oh, that's mm-hmm. what it was. She was the, the kingpin. She's, she's a ringleader, huh? Yes. Without her, without her, they couldn't have done it. See what I'm saying? They've been charged in connection with the stealing of money in Georgia, according to a U.S. attorney office... Northern Department of Georgia press release. Wortham, 32, worked as an operations manager at an Amazon warehouse in Georgia from August 2020 to, uh, to March 2022, where she supervised other workers and approved new vendors as well as the payment of vendor invoices for the company. There you go. Oh, so she was a... Uh, the entry point. Yeah, she yeah. was... A, yeah, 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 yeah. She was uh, the mastermind behind this whole mess, too. She didn't want to make it happen. Miss Make It Happen. The release states that Wortham used her job to submit over $10 million in invoices for fake vendors, leading Amazon to pay her and other people involved $9.4 million. The release also states that Wortham had her employees add the fake vendor information to the system unknowingly. Oh! Right. Wow, so how she... So she tricked them as well? Unknowingly. Okay, uh, well, did they know? No, they knew what they were doing. No, the one, the folks that she had to turn the invoices into, they didn't know. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. They so were she the just ones gave approving. the invoices. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, gotcha. Ah. All right, I'm, I'm, look, I don't want you, uh, don't you say that may incriminate yourself, Mrs. Mrs. Black. <laughs> just <laughs> reading the article? You know what I'm saying? I don't want no problem. <laughs> I'm joking, y'all. That's my wife. Once the information was in it, Wortham approved the fake vendors, enabling them to submit invoices. Right. <laughs> I'm they cold, were getting man. real checks. They yeah, were getting yeah, yeah. actual real checks from Amazon. Lord have mercy. Wortham and her co-conspirators then submitted fictitious invoices to Amazon, falsely misrepresenting uh, that the windows, vendors had provided goods and services to Amazon. Wortham approved the invoices, causing Amazon to transfer millions of fraudulent proceeds to bank accounts controlled by her and her co-conspirators. Oh my God, that's a lot of time they're looking at, boy. <laughs> it is. This is wire fraud, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all. 
that's Y'all gonna more, get some football numbers. That's more time than a young lady who thought her uh, gun was a taser. Isn't that more time? Yes, yeah, more time. Isn't that something? Yeah, more time than a gun, the accidental, the, the woman who couldn't tell five pounds from six ounces. I don't know. Lord. Something crazy. Officials say worth and work with other people, including her partner, Brittany Hudson. 37 in the scheme to submit fake invoices to Amazon. She also worked with Demetrius, Demetrius Hines, who worked in loss prevention at Amazon. Oh, I know he helped a lot of stuff get, go missing. And Laquita Blanchett. Man, come on, it's nothing but... <laughs> man, it's nothing but black people, man. They ain't mixed it up. No Gary Owens, no Bill Burrs, nothing. No Bradleys, no Brads. No Amy Schumer's, nothing. <laughs> no Emily's. Come on, man. Give me I'm, something. I am just kidding. Give me some Vivek Ramaswamy something. Give me something. <laughs> Mix it up a little bit. No Native Americans, no indigenous people at all. All black, huh? Mm-mm-mm-mm. Jesus Christ, man. <sighs> Laquita Blanchard, who was a senior human resource assistant at the company. Officials say both employees helped Wortham create more fake vendor accounts. She's supposed to be stopping her from doing a bad thing. Instead, you help her do it. It's like Breaking Bad. It's like a Netflix movie. Has you stolen personal information that he purchased from Jaquan? Oh, God, more. (laughs) (laughs) They were probably all cousins who just grew up with each other and knew each other and, you know. mm, Jaquan. mm. Jaquan Frazier, who allegedly purchased information from Daryl J. Burgo. Okay, Daryl. See, this Daryl, you know, he... I can't tell off the break, but I got a feeling Daryl is black as well. Has the Blanchard were paid in fraudulent proceeds and states. Has also recruited Jamar. <laughs> Man. Damn. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. <laughs> oh, Man. Jesus Christ, man. What, what, what my, what's wrong with my people, man? The ends ain't meeting, Tim Black. Now you want to go on one of them things where we talk about the ends ain't meeting. Mm-mm-mm. Forced to do this due to, due to uh, Trump policies, Biden policies have forced the black people into a situation. I'm not defending this. No, I'm not. I'm not defending this. Anyway, uh, buh, 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 buh. now James Le- L. James, Jamar L. James, resulting in a cancellation of their, no, Jamar L. James Sr., another operations manager at Amazon location in Duluth, Georgia, into the scheme. Oh, it's all management employees behind this. Like Wortham James allegedly approved fake vendors and the fictitious invoices, including after Wortham left Amazon in March. These release states that while Wortham and Hudson were on board, on bond, they committed new criminal co- <laughs> yeah, there was. There's more. Someone just asked in the uh, who was it? Tony, I believe it was Tony in chat. Why so much time? Because there's more stuff. There's more stuff that they did. Oh, that did, was, did, uh, did I say how much time they're looking at? I didn't say any time. I just sixteen years. Sixteen years. My mm-hmm. bad. That's an aside, ain't it? My bad. I was looking at that nine, that that nine million, ten million mark. I was looking at that. Focus on that amount of money they got. Sixteen years is a long time. Um. They kept going, man. They did not stop. Yeah. And you don't stop. They committed a new criminal conduct resulting in a cancellation of their bonds. While attempting to open a hookah lounge mm-hmm. in Atlanta with the help of CRU Franchising Company in January 2023 to pay a lie about the Amazon fraud charges against them, stating that the charges were dismissed. So they committed fraud trying to open a business with the proceeds Right. But not only that, um, for this um, CRU franchising company, they had to show they 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 submitted um, um, these bank statements that were um, that they you know that weren't legitimate. They submitted illegitimate ba- bank statements. Mm. They submitted some type of um, fraud fraudulent court document that was that they signed. <laughs> they put this the judge's signature on this particular document that, that they submitted to the CRU franchising company. So it, it was beyond it was beyond what they 
you know, done with uh, Amazon. It was also trying to get this hooker lounge and all the fraudulent paperwork that was submitted. Um, and also, I believe they had to pay, or not pay, but give back, I believe, $2.7 million of their money. They bought Lamborghinis and all these cars, a million-dollar home, and wow. it was it was a lot more than what, you know, what was in that, what they done with Amazon, so... Wow, sixteen years. I'm I'm sure there were the various counts with yeah. everything collectively. Yeah, probably amounted to sixteen years. They did the damn thing, that, man. That, that, that criminal activity. So, so, so you know, yes. Like, so I was like, they earned they earned that time. They they ain't just give those. They ain't just get that time. You know, willy nilly. Like they earned it. They put their work in to get that time. They they demanded that time. <laughs> so, Mm-mm-mm. Lord have mercy, y'all. All I can say. It's an interesting story. Um, at least nobody died. Yeah. <laughs> Except my ego a little bit. There's a whole bunch of black people stealing from Amazon. Um, it is what it is, man. Oh, I'd like to <laughs> do a follow-up on that story as well and just see see what happens. You know, there's going to be some loud snitching, but it sounds like they got all the info they need. No, it doesn't matter. It's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's just like not 9,000, you know. <laughs> Not nine hundred thousand, ten million dollars from Amazon. That is mastermind, you know. And I'm a little impressed, you know, a little little bit about point zero zero two eight percent impressed. You supposed to you supposed to do something like, hey, if you did that and you know looking at that time you got for that, you know somebody's gonna catch you at some point. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's a point it's where you gotta say, money. you know what, we gotta get out of this. You know, this we we did it, let's just get out. Somebody left, it said someone left in March. Mm. So they thought I got away with it. So it took another whole year. Mm, yeah, March twenty twenty. They left in March twenty twenty, including after Wortham left Amazon in March twenty twenty two. So she tried to she said, I got mine, I'm out of here. She pulled the ripcord. Mm-mm-mm. Maybe she had in her mind ten million is gonna be enough. When I get to ten million, I'm gone, and uh, they came back for it. So, yeah, I like to see how this, um, how the story actually ends. Them in court, what their actual time will be, and mm-hmm. all the other things that they probably done <laughs> <laughs> that are not in the. It was not in this article, but okay. All right, are you ready for our next topic? That's uh, gonna be Black. a Netflix documentary. Netflix documentary, y'all. <laughs> Yeah, and everybody go watch it. Yeah, I'm ready for the next, next topic, Ms. Black. All right. DeSantis' presidential campaign is cutting staff as new financial pressures emerge. Yeah. Um, you know, he's been really quiet. Ron DeSantis has been very quiet. And I remember just a month ago, everyone was talking as if this was going to be a tight race between him and Trump. In fact, people were... Throwing Trump under the bus for DeSantis. Turns out DeSantis, he got a, he he raised a lot of money, but DeSantis does not have uh, a good campaign going. And here goes some specifics. Uh, 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 Republican presidential candidate DeSantis, the Florida governor, is facing challenges in his campaign. Uh, he had to cut 10 staff members. Some say as many as 12. I'm getting conflicting information. But they say there's going to be more changes, more layoffs to come. So despite leading in fundraising, DeSantis is struggling to make progress in the polls against the ex-president Trump. He's also facing scrutiny over his far-right policies and readiness for the national stage. DeSantis' team has begun to acknowledge that the strategies which led to his re-election in Florida are not working so well on the national stage. Yeah, he can't. Uh, he can't um, run on COVID. He can't run on keeping businesses open, right? Because that's what you did before. So that's not going to help him in the campaign now against the most popular Republican of the last decade. Who else is there? I mean, I know they will allow Bush every once in a while. He's making one of those goofy paintings, but. Who is more popular in Republican in Republican spaces than Donald Trump? Nobody. So, DeSantis, they were billing him as the lighter, 
fresher, more reasonable Donald Trump. But uh, he lacks the savvy. And let's face it, Donald Trump, he knows how to use the media better than Ron DeSantis. Donald Trump has been in media for 40 years. In fact, you know, he's been very, not only in media, he's been very successfully in media for the last 40 years. So he's got a leg up on DeSantis when it comes to operating uh, with the media and getting attention. And DeSantis has been having to pay for it. So I think they raised 100, okay, so they raised $20 million. DeSantis raised financial concerns arise from the recent federal reports showing that although DeSantis raised $20 million in the first six weeks of his campaign, he spent $8 million, leaving just $12 million, of which $3 million is reserved for his general, general election. The report also indicated that his campaign had a large number of paid staffers, and he has high payroll expenses and travel expenses such as private jets. That's right, y'all, ladies and gentlemen. Ron DeSantis likes the good life. Likes the good life. And um, critics of DeSantis within the MAGA movement, including Trump ally Roger Stone, he's a, that's a cartoon character. You want to know what a cartoon character in real life looks like? Roger Stone. They were celebrating the challenges that DeSantis is facing. <laughs> um... Yeah, he's, he's spending more money than any other campaign in the race right now, Ron DeSantis. And he's not leading, by the way. Not even close. Trump MAGA movement was giddy about DeSantis' struggles. The, the more he shows himself, the less appealing he is. Tweeted longtime Trump ally Roger Stone with the hashtag, the loser. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm not... um. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I, I was looking at, people were saying that DeSantis was going to overtake Trump and, you know, it's time for Trump to have a seat. And DeSantis is not, you know, yeah, they like DeSantis because he shipped a bunch of, you know, immigrants to various places across the country. Um, and they thought, you know, and he fought back against Walt Disney, causing Florida a lot of money, by the way. And a lot of other little things he did, like CRT and, you know, erasing history and stuff. But um, at the end of the day, dog, that's not national stuff. Like, what's, what if a president should be more than just a money grab and living, living the high life like the Sanders has been doing? But I've been telling people, man, a lot of folks go into politics just to run because it's lucrative and they can live well on campaign money. And I know, oh my God, no, Tim, don't say that. Don't say that. I thought you were progressive. No, I'm also realist. I like some progressive policies, but I'm a black man who's real about what's going on. And DeSantis, how are those Stanford's is more for show because they're not accomplishing anything. What are they getting? If, if Trump is kicking his ass in the polling, so everyone's living well, but the campaign ain't doing well. And I called this. I knew DeSantis was not the guy. Trump's the guy, whether Republicans want to admit it or not. Who's next? I mean, Vivek Ramaswamy Ramaswamy is like everywhere, but his poll numbers aren't everywhere. He's not doing well. So um, don't talk to me about Tim Scott. Don't talk to me about Nikki Haley. Who? These people are not even really on the radar. They're like, Nikki Haley is doing about as well as Kamala Harris did. Okay? And, uh, yeah. So that's my take on what's going on now. And I, like I said, I'm not surprised. What do you guys think, Mrs. Black? What do you think about DeSantis? I don't know if you even have an opinion about the guy. Oh, well, I, I don't care too much for DeSantis at all. Um, his views on um, black history and what's, what should be taught in school and having having to having wanting the control of what is taught and what's not taught based on feelings um, that doesn't sit well with me, doesn't make sense. Right. Um, the fact that there are certain books that um, can no longer be in their libraries. Um, I know Toni Morrison books 
are not are no longer supposed to be in their libraries. I hmm. think, you know, I've I read a um a quote a long time ago. It's like when a society starts burning books, um, things will that's the the epitome of the society going downhill. Um so I, I I don't care for DeSantis at all, um, or his his legislative views. Um but what I can't get out of my mind is in this article, it says something about $8 million. I mean, you start out with $20 million, and it just says um, he spent nearly $8 million, but it doesn't go into what that... I mean, they're not doing commercials right now. You right. know, that's not happening now. i just like to see that... What is it, FEC? Yeah. The FEC report yeah. on how these funds are being spent. That's right. You know? Um, Talk to us. It just seems kind of, you know, fraudulent. It, it seems like a big fraud. Um, money just being collected, you know, go, go, um, what first class mm-hmm. on commercial flights? What is, you know, private jets and to, to go where to do what, you know, <laughs> are you, I, I can see if he's, um, you know, campaigning in certain areas. Um, it also mentioned here what, um, that there's a, the I- Iowa caucus is, a, is January 15th of next year. Right. Um, and he's, it says that he has to have a big win and therefore a chance against Trump. Right. Um, if he's running out of money now, I mean, this is what July, and we've got what seven, six more months to go. And in, in yeah. this year, you're raising more money, you know, to make that happen in Iowa. It's just we just need to check the books, yeah, to see where this money is going, to see how it's spent, and you know, if there's something fraudulent going on, I say cuff them, <laughs> cuff them. <laughs> Take him on off to jail. <laughs> yeah. He just seems so janky. The whole thing seems janky. Yeah, seems janky all right. Yeah. Doing his thing. And I think it's embarrassing as hell to this early in the game be running out of money. Yeah. I mean, 20 million bucks. Just because you overstaffed. That goes to show you that he doesn't have real friends. Like those people that he has in his campaign don't care about him because they have to be able to see that the numbers don't don't make sense. Like, why do you need all these staff members? You know, you're gonna you know you're gonna you're gonna need more money later, and of course you can raise more money. But what I'm saying is at this stage in the game, he should just be trying to do some broad strokes, just raise awareness. You know, raise a little bit more awareness. That's about it. I mean, I, I can't imagine what the big spins were on Super Bowl ads. Nah, what's he doing? So. And then, like I said, he's got like what, twelve million left, and he's and, and three of that is already earmarked for, um, yeah, the general election. And let's just be honest, guys. If you're running against Donald Trump, and you don't have the biggest war chest imaginable, dog, Donald Trump is notoriously able to get publicity. He got coverage into the billions, and this was free coverage. It's called earned media. That's when you are such a rambunctious, attention-grabbing, uh, electrifying, whatever, like whether it's good news or bad news, if you're able to get enough publicity, you don't even need to pay for advertising because people will be talking about you anyway. So Trump, I know Hillary outraised him as far as money, but then Trump was able to get all this free coverage that made her money go away, go bye-bye. So, yeah. So, yeah, it's uh, so that's that's the thing. Now, we do have people like CNN. What was it? Who interviewed him? CNN, right? Didn't CNN interview Donald Trump? Yes. He, they interviewed uh, him and everybody came for him, right? Everybody was upset with CNN for interviewing Donald Trump. So it seems that so what the mainstream media will try to do this time is not give Trump free coverage, even though CNN already caved in. <laughs> but um, I think with the, you know they're going to try to do it. But I look at it like this: as it get closer to the election, Mrs. Black, they're going to be covering him anyway. They're going to have to. Right. If you're going to cover the election, you're going to have to co- cover Donald Trump, and that's that's going to mean Donald Trump is going to be able to talk. And once he starts talking, and it's something about Trump when you're not tied to the facts, <laughs> you just make up stuff. Okay, all right. The little red robber, the little red robin went up the hill and he came down. Then he met with me. I was talking to Elvis Presley. I mean, if you could just make up shit, you know, I'm the greatest, 
you know, singer, cocktail lounge singer ever. You just randomly, when you are not committed to telling the truth, you can say anything and get publicity. Hell, it even works in the media game. Like for for like this, I'm like, wow, you know, part of one of the problems with getting the word out about the show is I refuse to do some things that I know would work, which is lie. <laughs> but if you're Donald Trump and you don't care about that and you don't call it lying, you call it embellishing. In fact, no politicians call what they do lying. They always call it uh, anecdotal or they make up stories about people they never met. Yeah, I was met a... I was talking to an old woman in a, an older woman in Iowa who, who's lost her children at Fentanyl, and they were discussing how they were. You know, you just making those stories. I don't think those stories are true. Last week, I covered Eric Adams, Mayor Eric Adams, New York Mayor, and he was like talking about this soldier he kept a picture of in his wallet. Turns out that wasn't true. So these stories, so when you're not tied to the news cycle of, you're not tied to reality, and you can make up shit, you can do very well. And uh, and Donald Trump, so uh, DeSantis is in trouble. Put it that way. In a nutshell, Ron DeSantis is in trouble, not just because, because for one, he's up against somebody who knows how to work the media. And um, I want to know if they're going to shut him down. They're going to shut down Ron DeSantis like they say they're going to shut down Trump. Because to me, Ron DeSantis is even more dangerous than Trump. Because Ron DeSantis, I mean, Trump didn't try to get rid of CRT. He didn't try to get rid of black history. You know, like I'm just saying, like, that's crazy. I mean, that's crazy stuff. It's crazy stuff. All right. And I, I'm thinking he's a little, DeSantis is a little presumptuous, too, even thinking about the general election. I know you want to be, <laughs> you know, positive about your campaign. Uh-huh. But what if um, two oh. other Republicans wind up, you know, battling out and he's like left out? You know, oh, we're just setting three million dollars aside for the general election. It's just it's really too soon to even talk about that. Right. Well, it's earmarked. So I guess it was um, part of the way that they. Mm -hmm. categorize it in the budget Mm -hmm. so I guess he got to stick to it because it's in maybe it's a FEC guideline if that's what it was raised for Mm -hmm. in in, in, I guess I don't know I really don't know I don't want to guess I'm assuming there's a reason why he has to keep that money aside Mm -hmm. in reserve but uh yeah it's presumptuous and that's what he is man and to me like I'm sorry guys the Sanders is just not He's got no swag. <laughs> He's got no swag, man. No, nah, I just I just find him someone who's uncomfortable. Every time I see him, he doesn't know where to put his hands. I know these are silly things, but as far as being media trained, it's like he's not, he's not comfortable in his own skin. That's how I see him. He's not a good speaker of words. You know, he's not a good speaker of words and... Uh, all these people that liked him. I know Joe Rogan said he liked him at one point. Joe, you still like him? Come on, Joe, you still like him? It's a sweaty mass of wrong. His nose, his lips, his, his upper lip is always sweaty. He's always got the sweaty <laughs> well, upper lip. This Florida. He's <laughs> always got the sweaty upper lip thing going on. I'm just not impressed with him. I'm not impressed. And in fact, I thought Andrew Gillum was going to beat him, but then Andrew yeah. Gillum beat himself in the end. Huh? Yeah, he had his own issues. Uh, did he ever? Yeah, crazy. someone had uh, mentioned, uh, is he the one that DeSantis actually said was monkeying up? Yeah. The run or something? Yeah. Yeah, uh. I covered that. Go ahead. Give it up for that person who mentioned that. I appreciate you because I covered that <laughs> three years ago, man. Yeah. See, I've always, Tim Black has always been covering these black issues. I've always done it, man. I've always spoke out about these things. It didn't just start like now. Like I've been doing it. It's just, you know, I talked about Bernie and healthcare and stuff too, but I've always been on it. And yes, Ron DeSantis did it. And then he tried to hide his hand like an old B.I. Act like, oh, well, what, what, monkeys? And it been black people, what's, why are you connecting those things? That's, mm-hmm. so he got that look on his face. Oh, you know. mm-hmm. Yeah. What? What, me? Not me? Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? What? Looking like Tom Hanks, you know? What? Playing nice guy. You know monkeys. You know they call us monkeys, mofo. 
Come on now. You know, you know, watermelon, chicken, monkeys. Come on, man. Oh, I've never heard such things. Jesus, you guys are just so paranoid. Victimhood, victimhood, victimhood. Mm, right. All right, <laughs> All right well, before we go on to our next um, story, I'd just like to give a shout out to Keith West. Um, good to see you back, brother. See what? you in the comments. Welcome, welcome. Keith West up in the house. What's Keith up, West, Keith, man? Yeah. Damn, brother. <laughs> Keith West back over here. What's up, man? It's been a minute. Yep, he's got his little wrench going. That's what's up, man. Hit somebody with the wrench, man. Hit <laughs> somebody so with the for wrench. for being in the house. Hi, Sophia. Sophia. Nice to see you, Sophia. What's up, Sophia? Good to have you around. Yes. She was yeah. the uh, the Biden dictionary or the Biden oh, encyclopedia. That's Sophia. Yeah. <laughs> that's my, All that's things my sister. Biden. Right <laughs> yeah, she she went to them. Yeah, no, we need you around, Sophia. Yeah. That's what we need. Because um, she's a walking encyclopedia Britannica yes. when so, it comes to Biden. Yeah. Speaking of Biden, um, his administration it announces new limited student loan forgiveness programs for 804,000 borrowers. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, first of all, when people say Tim Black, you, you know, why don't you like Joe Biden? Because I read and because I know about him. See, people that don't, people that like Joe Biden typically don't know anything about Joe Biden. And I'm not talking about operatives. I'm not talking about AOC. I'm not talking about people in the Democratic Party. I'm not talking about all of MSNBC. I'm talking about regular people, people that you'll meet, people in your family, people you work with. If they like Joe Biden, that's because they don't know about Joe Biden. For the most part. Okay. So I happen to know when it comes to student loan debt forgiveness, Joe Biden is not an ally at all. He's not an ally for anything for working class people, but definitely not student loans. He's he's still that guy that fostered in the 2005 ruling, the legislation that he championed to so that you could not remove student loan debt off the books, even in the bankruptcy. That's Joe Biden. And that's the guy people are saying is going to forgive us student loan debt. Look, guys, I want it to happen. I just don't trust Joe. I don't trust him. And this latest thing here, it sounds big because they wrote it in big letters in the articles. But 804,000 borrowers, guess how many that is? First of all, there are over 43 million borrowers. There are over 43 million borrowers. So 800,000 borrowers is like 2%. Two, we're talking about 2%. What about the other 98,000, what the other 98% of barbers? See, they use these big numbers. It sounds like, oh, Joe Biden, he's doing it. And if you are, if you are one of the fortunate barbers that do get the benefit of this, I'm happy for you. I support you. I just want more people to be helped. I want more people because I feel like College education is a scam. I feel like it's a scam. I feel like it's just a way for them to pay their pockets. Just like when Joe Biden was getting all types of donations from special interest groups and banks back when he did the legislation. That's still going on. So we got people that are taking money, right, hand over fist in the form of donations from lobbyists, and th that's why the laws won't change. But anybody who benefits from this, great for you. I'm happy for you. It's just, I do not believe at all that Joe Biden is the guy to get this done. That's not what it is. So just remember, when they're clapping, because he's going to try to run on this shit. Damn. Trying to do better. <laughs> Tip jar. Joe Biden's going to try to run on this. And I just want to make it very clear, guys. He should not be able to. You should be able to run on 2%. Doing two percent effective effectability, like effectiveness, in something you're doing. Now, my question is, why can't the Department of Education? Because that's who's doing this. They can always come up with different ways and programs to alleviate student debt, because they control how you know programs for student debt or for education, right? So, I'm wondering why come this the our our secretary can't come up with even more ways, Cardona. 
Damn. Cardona should come up with more ways. That's your secretary of education. Miguel Cardona. He should come up with even more ways. Keep coming up with different ways. And I want him to get so drastic. I want him to become so progressive with this. I want him to say, on Monday, all students over who are still, still have student debt who are over, over 60, all of us should be wiped out. Then I want him to show up another month and say, all students over 55, the debt should be wiped out. I want him to keep going until he gets to 19 years old. Why not? Why not? If Joe Biden can't do it through, a, through an executive order, the Department of Education should be able to do it. And last but not least, guys, last but not least, legislation. Put out the legislation. They should have did that back when we had the House and the Senate controlled by Democrats. Now, we can't do it because we got Republicans and we got, before it was, we got Manchin and we got Cinema. I still say, man, they want, Manchin and Cinema were Biden's best friends. He could use them as the reason why he didn't get things done right. that he didn't have any intention of doing to begin with. Right. Mrs. Black? Right. And they were so focused on sticking it to Trump. You know, with this, these reports that had to be out by a certain time. So, I mean, it, it just wasn't a, a priority at that time. You know, now all of a sudden, you know, elections are coming back up and now it's a focus. And, you know, I'm just hoping that there's, you know, enough support, you know, in the House to be able to, to actually be able to do something within the amount of time that, that they're working with. Yeah, I'm not. Like I said, man, I, I don't want to be a... Yeah, I don't want to be a downer, man, but it is what it is. It is what it is, guys. And I don't want to get people's hopes up. So I'm more, I'm going to err on the side of don't get your hopes up high about anything Biden's doing and don't be taken in by this number that seems, a seemingly big number, seemingly big number of 804,000 borrowers, okay? Because there are another 42 point whatever million people still paying. Still paying. And um, people were talking about how um, somebody on TikTok, and I, I can't recommend TikTok enough, guys. TikTok has some of the most progressive content creators in the world on all types of issues. And of course, I'm one of them. And I know they told you it's China, so don't watch. But you'll find content on TikTok you won't find anywhere else. And in one of those, it was a it was a gentleman who was talking about how him and his wife took out student loans and how after 10 years of paying on it, they still owe more than they took out because of all the interest and all the other right. shit. So that's the thing. People don't realize. They say, well, why don't you pay it back? If you borrow it, pay it back. Dog, you do not know the interest rates. You do not know the penalties on student loans. There are people still paying 20 years later, still paying off the principal, still paying off the interest. They haven't got to the principal yet. Mm-mm-mm. So there are people that talk about this that don't have any, any information about it. And then the people that are um, advocating for, for student relief need to talk very simply, um, need, need to actually do a better job of messaging and letting the world know, this ain't just kids, man. There are senior citizens who are passing, who are, who are about to, you know. Transition. Transition take it to the next phase, uh, visit the upper room who still got student debt on their books from 40 years ago, 50 years ago. So, yeah. Anyway, guys, that's all I got on it. It's just a huge burden. It's a huge burden on so many people. It is. Absolutely. And and look, so, yeah, and and I have a son who has student debt. Um, luckily, he doesn't have that much, but he has some. And, um, you know, for all the people out there who have student debt, man, I feel you. When I was in, remember when I was campaigning, um, when I was covering South Carolina primary out there and then James Clyburn and the crew came down there and they sandbagged Bernie. Remember yeah. that? When, while I was down there, I um, I interviewed a lady and a husband, a husband and a wife that were both doctors and they had so much student debt. They work, They both worked three jobs trying to pay off their student debt. And they looked like they were in their forties, so it's no joke. I know um, a lot of people who have student debt, 
And once again, my opinion about Joe Biden is that he's not doing enough, man. And by and large, I think that's the Democratic Party. Someone who has the power to do something. Yeah. That's the Democratic Party. I think the Democratic Party is just as bad as Republicans on some things. And some things worse. Because even though they're a little bit better on student debt, they make promises that they'll fix it and they have really no intention of fixing it, in my opinion. That's what I see. So... What's worse, the people that won't fix it but don't say they will, or the people that say, hey, I'll fix it and run on it, and then they don't do it? Yeah. I think the second group's worse. Yeah. Worser. They're both worse, but one's worser. I think we're done. Yeah. I think we're done. We did pretty good. Yeah. Um, Folks, remember, this, is, uh, this show is your show. This ain't even my show. It's your show. It is what it is. I'm going to continue to try to get the word out about it because I happen to love this format with my lovely wife, Mrs. Black. I, I happen to love doing this show with her. And I think if I get the word out, people will actually like this show and they'll like the dynamic. And, um, you, know, you know, nothing for nothing. I think it's nice to have um, husband and wife team doing, doing content, um, particularly this type of content. I know I don't see it on the left at all. And you would think it would be kind of popular, but, uh, you know, it does have me. I'm holding Mrs. Black back, so, you know, who knows how big she'd be if she'd have me. It's an albatross around her neck, the weight around her neck, you know, me with my, you know, my bad, uh, my, uh, you know, my unruliness, my impolite disposition, being a real jackass, calling people out. But uh, it is what it is. Become a member of the Tim Black Show. Go to... uh, Go to jointinblack.com. Join us on Patreon $5 a month. You'll get extra innings. Because we're about to go to extra innings right after this show and talk about, uh, oh, there was a Georgia man who's uh, fishing. And a black man who was fishing in Georgia and uh, Karen gave him a hard time. And And that's part of the story. But the other part of the story are these guys called the Hodge Twins. And they uh, they covered the story, and it's so horrible what they did. I mean, it's really, it's really. These guys are some, these are some sellouts, man. These are the biggest sellouts I've seen in a long time. And I just want to talk about it. Um, and uh, I think you would enjoy it if you saw this uh, content. But uh, yeah, join extra innings and get it because uh, we're gonna do it right after this. Well, Mrs. Black, I think that's it. Yes, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I hope you're able to stick around, uh, Patreon um, folks, for extra innings. Please be safe this week. Um, enjoy your week. And uh, we hope to see you next Sunday at 7 o'clock for Tim Black's The Black Table. Yeah, and uh, be safe. Ah, right, screw it. Go bungee jumping or something. Live, you know, live recklessly. I'm joking. But live your life, though. Do things. Get outside. They still have that, you know. Everything AI, everything AI can't control everything. You can still go outside and do stuff. Yeah, touch that grass. Touch that grass, baby. <laughs> touch the grass. All right, y'all. We are out of here. Number love for you. From take good care. Take good care. And the Black Table is out. Tim Black's The Black Table streams Sundays, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Times. Become a member at jointinblack.com. You better tell somebody what? The Black Table is it. 